wonderful beautiful people god bless you this is pj on the morning fellowship and as you know if you can hear then you got to call somebody to also come and hear god bless you for tuning in stay tuned and let's do what we got to do god bless you so much thank you and i love you to the word of God and still you don't have a pure conscience you are lacking the ability to love God you hear PJ you hear CM radio you hear choice of the father let us also make a choice of fulfillment when i listen to pj in the morning fellowship i know my morning is being blessed when you start approaching god with a pure mind he starts approaching you with a clean hand. Your imaginations are the best of your friends. Who is ready to know God? So how do you understand God? In all of these things, there are secrets behind all these things we are talking about. It's time to know God. It is time to grow in Christ. Join PJ every Saturday for morning fellowship, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. and let's go.
for a newborn day where we may work the fields of new mown hay. We thank thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O oh Lord. We thank thee. Thank thee for the rivers that run all day. Thank thee for the little birds that sing along the way. Thank thee for the trees and the deep blue sea. that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Thank thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank thee for thy love so pure and free, O Lord, we thank thee. Oh yes, we thank thee, Lord, for every flower that blooms, birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank thee every day as we kneel and pray. That we were born with eyes to see these things, yes. We thank thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank thee for thy love so pure and so free, oh Lord. We
and we give you glory and all adoration because you always deserve it nobody deserves it nobody deserves by you lord nobody can take it from you nobody is worthy of anything that we can offer but you amazing god precious father praise and glory to your holy name and forever you are god Thank you for the wonderful people that are listening today. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for the many things that you want to do for them. Thank you because you've blessed them. And you bless them today too. The whole world belongs to you. And you do what you want to do. Therefore we pray that today let your will be done. In the lives of people. Bless your people. Heal them. Let there be healings. Let there be joy. Let there be strength. We give a praise for making it so in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Very happy to come your way. And it's a wonderful day because this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I miss you and I believe you miss me too. It's been a whole week, right? Yeah. But we still have to do what we have to do. And so it is well. You know, we we need to appreciate God every day for the life He has given us. We need to be very thankful to God every day. And then we also need to show love to ourselves every day. Because life is too short. There's no there's no need. You know, for unnecessary fightings and envyings and quarrelings. 
because life is short and I don't think that we should live or live our lives you know with negative energy this one says I'm not talking to that person this one says I'm angry with that person and it's sad when we are like that yes it's unfortunate but it's 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 like that and it's sad you know i was at a place around um 2 a.m which means today 2 a.m today you know just as i drove my car there i was going to a rehabilitation center so i was there you know at um, new milford New Milford is about an hour drive from where I live, from East Hartford. And just as I drove there, parked my car, this lady was bringing out a dead body. The dead body was in a bag, you know, wrapped up in a bag. And then the lady was, you know, driving the stretcher with the dead body on so that she could just put it in her car and take the dead body to the funeral home. So I just stood there watching. I didn't know the person who was dead, you know, but I stood there watching and I kept, I kept thinking and wondering Life is short. Life is short. There goes another dead body. And I know exactly when that dead body was being taken, definitely another dead body was being taken somewhere else. But for the fact that you and I, we are still alive and we are not called dead bodies yet. We are not called dead bodies yet. What are we doing with our lives? Fighting each other. What are we doing with our lives? Hating one another. What do we get from that? What do we what do we get from that? Oh dear. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Father, forgive us for not pleasing you. Mikora Zavradado Saint Taradabadi. Lord, forgive us for not being serious with what you've asked us to do in this life. But we've left your course and we are following other things. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. It's sad. It's sad. 
it's really sad you know sometimes you see on social media people are fighting and hitting each other with glass bottles and all that people could fight so much that they get naked and they are still fighting and they forget they are naked because they are not done fighting this is not the life God gave us to come and live in this world this is not the life God gave us he gave us this life that we have so that we come and be a blessing to one another so that we give God glory in everything we do that is the life God gave us the life that blesses the life that encourages the life that protects other people the life that fights for other people with a good cause the life that gives glory to God not the life that is on the streets fighting and envying and striving and cursing each other what is the profit of it what is the benefit of it what do we get from that nothing some time ago I made a video and I put on social media and I said with all what we think we are doing one day our lives are going to be from the cemetery from the mortuary to the cemetery That is it. It's we from the mortuary to the cemetery. You'll be left for you to give judgment with what you did. God help us and may we be wise. Amen. So we are still looking at why we are Christians and last week we read from Romans chapter 8 from verse 19 to verse 22 where the Bible says that everything God has created is still waiting for the children of God to show ourselves so that there can be salvation for creature and then we realize that the reason why creation is still in bondage waiting for the children of God to manifest ourselves is because man failed in the initial plan of God we, we learned that you know God wanted man to be stewards God wanted us to be in charge of everything that he had made but we failed him and we gave that charge we gave our authority over creation unto the serpent the snake man has not been able to obey god from the days of adam it took one man jesus to fulfill the law of obedience and sacrifice so that we can also get back to our place with God because 
from the scriptures we read, we realize that everything Adam failed to do affected all of us. And so if we want to understand why we are Christians, then it was very important for us to be able to get to understand what initially, what was the original plan of God for man as our duty in this world. And then we just realized that our duty was just to make sure that we took care of God's creation and then for us to totally obey God so that we can maintain fellowship with him. So if you remember in the in the garden when Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit, Bible says the voice of God was walking in the garden and they hid themselves because they were afraid. Why were they afraid? Because they had broken, you know, they had disobeyed God. They had broken the order God gave them. And this was something that affected all of us because Adam and Eve were the very foundational representatives for human beings. And so whatever they did was you and I doing it. Although we were not there at that time, but that was the connection. That's why when Jesus came to die, Bible says we died. <clears throat> Although we were not there, but we died because he stood in for all of us. And therefore, I encouraged us last week that we should strive to do more than we are doing even in the church even as christians we should strive to do more than we are doing because first of all there is no time and the opportunity we have through jesus christ is something that is very precious and it's so amazing the second chance we've been given because of jesus christ to get back to the father and to do things right the whole creation is in bondage the whole creation has been imprisoned and that is why when you look at the world as at even today you are surprised that why is the world like this things are keeping you know things are getting worse and worse bad and bad and it's it looks like there is no hope for the world and the future for the, of this world doesn't look nice it's blurry it's not it's not clear and if you are concerned for the generations and and the people and the future you get worried because the youth that are going to take over the young guys that are going to take over in the future are in trouble just as you and i we are in trouble but looking at the youth, the generation, we are in trouble. We are living in a world where 16-year-olds are getting depressed. 17-year-olds are getting stressed. And then you ask yourself, why is a 16-year-old stressed? What, what, are, what are you stressed about? How come a 16-year-old is depressed? Because at that time, at that age, you are supposed to just enjoy life. And all these things are because of friendship and groups that they, <clears throat> they find themselves in. All these things are happening because of the movies they are watching, the books they are reading. All these things are happening because of the kind of education they are receiving. Now, 
you are not too sure what your child is being taught at school because so many things are happening now they put bad books in their schools libraries and they don't tell parents although parents are supposed to know so children go to the libraries and they are reading all sorts of books and so they have too many bad information too much bad information too much bad influence so much so that they begin to trust these bad friends they begin to trust these bad books they begin to trust these bad you know influences they are receiving and when they are not able to process everything together when they are not able to clearly differentiate what is happening they say they get depressed 15 year olds are carrying guns on them 11 year olds are swearing to kill their parents i saw a video of like a four or three year old boy telling the parents that he wants to kill them where did they hear this language from how did they get to understand that the word kill is like that so it's a whole heartbreak okay it's a whole heartbreak it's sad it's 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 <laughs> but that is a but that is a world we are in now so what are you going to do you and i we have a lot to do that is why i said last week that you cannot be a quiet christian minding your own business while souls are perishing and who is praying for them who is caring for them the world is in trouble why because man failed originally man failed so we are christians because the world's salvation depends on christians the salvation of this world depends on christians the help this world can receive depends on christians why christians because we understand why this is happening why christians because we have become the people of god and the creator is waiting for god's people to show up to manifest ourselves so that we can re- call some deliverance some salvation for this world because if we don't do what we have to do and do more we're not going to like what we will see we are not going to like how things are going to be so long as we are here in this world there is something for us to do as christians it is time for you to manifest yourself it is time for me to manifest myself it is time it is time for you to for you and i to get on our feet and not just be people who just go to church sit down for the how many hours we spend and get up and we go and it's it's a it's a day we call it a day we call it a good day 
we can't we can't continue to have that kind of life i am begging you let's do more than we are doing i'm begging you i'm begging you let us do more than we are doing let us reach lives let us bless the people around us let us not curse them let's bless the people around us we are called to bless we are called to protect so the very first thing that we should know as the reason why we are Christians is because lives are perishing children are being wasted people are fighting for abortion rights they will move heaven and hell heaven and heaven and earth they will move hell they will move everywhere to make sure that the agenda of abortion is well established people are fighting even in our schools telling our children it's okay to be gay it's okay that you want to change yourself from being a girl to a boy and if you go home and you tell mommy and daddy that you are a boy and you want to be a girl and they say no come and tell us we will call police on them this is the world we live in now that parents don't even have a say a parent cannot say no to such stupidity because they've put so many things in place to make sure that the child can be taken from you the one who promotes destruction the one who promotes sin the one who promotes hell you know someone said and i'm quoting what the person said the person said i don't have a problem if you want to be gay and don't want to give birth to children but don't go around telling people's children to also want to be gay and that is the life we are seeing now that is the world we are living in now and christians are quiet when was the last time you spoke about these things on a public platform when was the last time when was the last time you made your voice heard for a change to be made when was the last time We sit down, we watch the TV, we watch the news, we talk about it in our bedrooms, in our living rooms, over the phone with our friends, and that is the end of it. It cannot change a life. It cannot cause things to be right. It has to be somebody, you and I, going down on our knees, praying. You and I, taking advantage of social media to make our voices heard. You and I, striving for liberation for this for this for this world because that is why that is part of the reason why we are christians we are not christians so that we can just be quiet die and go to heaven we are just you know minding our own business 
when we die we say bye bye we are buried beautifully we go to heaven we go and tell jesus hi jesus you see i'm here where am i going to stay you think jesus will be happy with you he came to die just for you to also be quiet no jesus was not a quiet man i said it last week jesus was not a quiet person jesus was loud he made his voice heard he made his agenda heard jesus was not quiet if we are learning from jesus if we are saying that we are followers of jesus then why are we not loud like jesus was loud and then you just it is you know this kind of life has to stop when it just you you go to work you come back to your family you go to church you come back to your family and that is it that is it a few friends here and there a few phone calls hi a few programs here and there and that is the end of it how can you be a christian like that we cannot have christianity like that you go to work you come back to your house you go to church you come back to your house and that is what you call life this is not life there is so much to do can you can't we see it there is so much to do there is there is so much to do are we not seeing it there is so much to do lives are perishing and creation is waiting for you and i to save it everything god made is waiting for you and i to save it to deliver it from the hands of wickedness from the hands of bondage from the hands of wicked people everything in this world is waiting for you and i to arise as the people of god so we can save them the the much we can save we just we just need to save some something god have mercy it's so sad that we are christians and we are the ones promoting violence do you know how we do it gossiping when you are gossiping you are promoting violence when you are backbiting when you are disappointing people you are you are you are promoting violence when you are in the church and nothing is nice you talk about bad things all the time you are the only one who sees bad things negative things all the time you can't be like that we cannot live our lives like that that is not our calling that is not our calling that is not why we are christians we are not we are not the ones to to do God's judgment for him. We are here to work. He brought us here to work for him and with him. So many years ago, Jesus would tell me, if you look into my, my work, I will look into your life. He kept saying it to me. If you look into my, my work, if you look into my work, I will look into your life. Because although I was a pastor at that time, I was so busy working, looking for money, looking for things. And then, I was giving a little time to the things of Christ. And he says, if you will look into my work, I will look into your life. And when I repented and and put my a lot of focus on, on, on Christ and his agenda, I started seeing Christ taking interest in my life. You see, the interesting thing is that 
our strength is limited in how much money we can even make our strength is limited our strength is limited how much work we can do how much overtimes we can do our strength is limited but if we allow ourselves to fulfill the agenda of God whilst we are still working but we are still concentrating on the agenda of God he starts looking into our lives and yes it starts working it starts working gradually 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 he will be opening the doors little by little the doors will be opening little by little and before you realize God has made your finances smooth. It's, it's just a matter of time. It's a process that you have to trust. That you are not going to die a poor person. You are not going to die a middle class person. Because there's nothing like middle class. It's either you are rich or you are poor. You know. And God that didn't call you and I into poverty. Bible says that God is rich. He says, I'll give you the treasures of darkness. Paul was praying for the Philippian church and he told them, May my God supply all your needs. He says, And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. God is rich. Bible says Jesus took our poverty so that through him we can be rich. So, if we can just allow ourselves to do what he wants us to do, he will look into our lives. I'm not talking about you and I being lazy. We should we are working like everybody else is working. But we don't put all our energy in one thing we are doing, in that work we are doing, because that is not all it is about life. There is more to do for God. And if we can channel our energy, Paul says that I put my energy together. I work and I press on towards a goal. So Paul said there is a goal of the high calling. There is a goal of the high calling. The high calling is Christianity. There is a goal for Christianity. It's a high calling and it has a higher price. And Paul said, I'm going to put my energy on this. Because of that, I count everything as dank. That's what Paul said. I count everything as dung. I count everything as useless for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Paul was saying that the knowledge he has as a Christian, the knowledge he has about Christ is so excellent that everything else he has is nothing compared to the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. Christianity is a blessing and is a calling to work. Work to bless humanity. Work to bless God. Work to make sure that God is pleased in what he called us to do. Jesus told them, don't you know that as the days are passing by, I have to do the business of my father. That is why we are Christians. Because God has business for us to do. Souls are perishing. Churches are breaking up. They are now selling churches. Go to Europe. They are buying church buildings and they are turning the church buildings into club centers, into strip, strip clubs. They are turning the church buildings into business centers, into banks. That was not the agenda of the church. Because we are missing the mark. We are missing the mark. 
we have to come back to the first love we have to come back to the place of the first love we have to come back to the place of the of the love of christ to the place of salvation to the place of the word of god the advice god gave joshua when moses died and handed over to joshua god told joshua i'm going to be with you just as i was with moses but take this advice from me this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth this is joshua chapter 1 verse 8 this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate therein day and night day and night observe to do what it is written in it and you shall have a good prosperous life and you shall be peaceful this is the advice god gives to a human being so why are we changing the advice you see that is how come sometimes in your prayer it seems that you are advising god Oh God, if you can do this for me and do that for me, it will be very nice. I will appreciate it. If you can heal me, I will be very happy if you can make me get this job. I'll be very happy if you can do this. What, 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 what life is that? That is not prayer. That is not prayer. Did you read the prayers of Jesus? Did you see the prayers of Jesus in the Bible? We have turned things around. We have made every other thing our priority but the agenda of god the cause of christianity we have left it to whatever it is that is not the life he gave us may god have mercy on us because we are failing my dear sister don't reduce your life to marriage don't reduce your life for marriage I beg you I beg you so many sisters in the church are crying because they have not been married and they are sad marriage is not a trophy marriage is not a trophy marriage is not a special thing that you receive at the end of you've been how many years no if Christ is your focus if the agenda of Christ is your focus marriage is bonus that is how come a lot of sisters in the church they rushed into marriages because they thought they were getting old and they were growing and they had to give birth by the time they are 35 so they have to force and give birth because by the time whatever 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 they are saying and they move into marriages and they are desperate they are sad they are broken they are they are they are they are perplexed everything bad happening they are not enjoying it and then they come back to the pastor i don't understand my husband i don't understand my wife I don't know what is going on they go back to whatever counseling or whatever places they go because you see the agenda of marriage has not been understood well why we have left our first love and we think that the guy we are going to marry or the girl we are going to marry is going to fulfill us because of love who told you that the person you are going to get married to is going to make you feel so happy and so loved he himself or she herself needs help so many things have been changed 
the perspectives or the agenda of so many things have been changed and now we are the ones suffering so you see people with their husbands in the church and you are so sad you see somebody walking on the street holding somebody's hand and you are like oh 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 where is my husband where's my man i don't have a man how come look at me i'm a beautiful girl how come i don't have a man who told you your life is about a man because of that see how people are doing artificial buttons artificial buttons artificial breasts because they want to please men you want to please a man a man a human being like you you go through plastic surgery you go to you, you go through whatever you're going through just to please a man just to attract a man who can give you some dollars you go through all that and some of them are christians i thought you do all that process everything because it's for you yourself but not, not for a man Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. And forgive us. Help us and forgive us, Lord. Huh. What happened to the days that we used to sing the songs? I'm a ready. Say offer me. He said, offer me a bribe a So when he calls me at any time, I will respond. Now he calls you and I, I am busy with my work. He calls you and I'm, I'm, busy, I'm busy massaging my husband. I'm busy massaging my wife. He calls you and then you are busy. You know, we, we are giving God excuses. But what happened to that? That song that I just sang, how many of the young guys now know this song? When we used to sing this song, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of God. Oh, walk, 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 walk. Walking the light. Oh, walk. Walk, walk, walk. Walking the light. Oh, walk. Walk, walk, walk. Walking the light. Walking in the light of... These songs, they, were, they had meanings to it. 
They had meanings to it. They had meanings to it. But now we have changed it. It is a great thing for God to serve us. It is a great thing for God to serve us. Because God has to serve us. Not we serving God anymore. How did we get there? Because we have left the understanding of who God is. Do you know who God is? Have you met God? Have, look, the Bible tries to clearly, uh, you know, make us understand who God is. Uh, uh, ma, ma, let me tell you the truth. You, you, do you know who God is? That, that, the name God, this man God, do you know who he is? Do you know how terrible he looks? Do you know how nobody can see him? Not even angels are able to see him. And you think he's supposed to serve you. He's not supposed to serve you. He has already served you and I. He came as a human being. We called him Jesus. He came as a human being to come and help us break the punishment of sin so we can live our lives as we have to live according to his agenda. Why are we so different? Why have we changed? Why have we changed? We have become so different in our Christian lives. We have become so different in prayer. We don't like the Bible. We, we don't like it. We only pray, open the Bible because the pastor says open the Bible to Luke chapter 4. But we don't like our Bibles to read them personally like we are reading, like we are looking at TikTok, like we are, we are, we are going to Instagram. We love to open Instagram. We love to open TikTok than open our Bibles. Why? We have changed. We have become terrible people. It is not nice. It is not nice. God is not happy. Why are we why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Mamenya deu Mura Mamenya deu Jesus Mamenya deu Mura Mamenya Dewo Jesus Make us a mabrabo Nemana Montu Mamenda Wafe Niwanyon Yamadi Mamenya Dewo Mura Mamenya Dewo Jesus. The Bible says, "Don't grieve the Holy Spirit." But we make we make the Holy Spirit cry. We we make him cry. We make him cry. We make him cry. Everything has changed. Everything has changed. How to even serve God has been redefined by Christians. The, the, the yearning to spend time in His presence. When you got excited and you, you, you go to church, is that excitement still there? Do you still have that excitement? Do we still have that excitement? 
na madoni ya undo na mayeni ya upe iradimeti na wonchi na madoni ya undo na mayeni ya upe Metina wuchi wuchi re ama ye ho ato ye enti ora tena ye cheka kra adere all these beautiful 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 things we are missing them see the leaders of this world politically industrially they will continue to make sure that we don't have time for god the job you do so that you can pay your bills your bosses will make sure that you don't have time to serve your god is a system of pharaoh is a pharaoh system they will keep bringing things up there are so many jobs in this country that were not working on weekends now they've added weekends they will put up structures to make sure that we are limited in our serving god because these people most of them do not serve god with their heart they just make it a mouth thing a mouth thing oh yeah god oh church okay no 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 in their heart they are far from god they hate god do you know they hate god they hate god and they will make sure that they bring up systems that will make us not serve our God freely. And it is you and I that need to break that chain. We need to break that chain. For you and I, Christians, to continue in the fulfillment of God's plan or agenda, God made us stewards, as we showed from the creation of man. But this time in advance with power and wisdom and grace. When I, I'm going to read the scripture to you, you realize that, yeah, the, the steward that we're supposed to be from the days of Adam that we couldn't fulfill it, he still has that job for you and I to do. We still have that job to do. We still have that job to do. You know, something happened, um, was it like two days ago? Mr. Bumson, those of you who know Mr. Bumson, he's a steward of the Calvary Methodist Church here. I missed his call, so I called him back. And Mr. Bumson picked the call, and Mr. Bumson said, Oh, I was talking to some wonderful people and they were telling me how they've been listening to you on the radio 
and they sounded very excited to be listening to you on the radio. Can I can I call them for them to talk to you? Let me call them. Let's do a conference call. So Mr. Bumson called them. Two wonderful women. Very, 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 very precious, powerful women. Seeing how they, they are enjoying the the prayer and then the, you know. So we were even about to tell them, oh, we do Saturdays also. And they said, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. They knew the time. They knew the days. I was like, this is, this is wonderful. And I felt very blessed and honored for you know people to listen like that and have the days and the time in their in their hearts that they don't they don't miss it they don't miss saturday and sunday it's beautiful and i i just felt fulfilled i really did you know i i i felt fulfilled you know, one is in Massachusetts, one is in Connecticut. Um, I think the name is Georgina and uh, Margaret, the Painzel family. God bless you so much. Ma Georgina, Ma Margaret, God bless you. God bless you. And they said, oh, if not for the transportation, the, the hour, the driving from Massachusetts, I, sh I would have been in your church. Is this a blessing to hear people tell you that you are a blessing to them? And it just, you know, makes me feel that we can still do more. So God bless you, the Painsville family of Georgina and Margaret. God bless you so much. And to all of you that I don't even know you and you listen, God bless you so much. I want to encourage us that there's more we can do. And there is more to do. God has still made us stewards. Although Adam failed. First Corinthians chapter four. First Corinthians chapter four. I'm reading verse one and I'm going to add verse two to it. The King James says that let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Wow. Wow. Isn't that amazing? The Passion Translation says that, So then, you must perceive us not as leaders of factions, but as servants of the Anointed One, those who have been entrusted with God's mysteries. The most important quality of the entrusted of one entrusted with such secrets is that they are faithful and trustworthy. And that is what brings us back to stewardship. 
So number one, we are Christians because we need to save that we are the we are, we are the salvation point for the things God created. We are the salvation point for creation. And number two, we are stewards of the mysteries of God. We are stewards of the mysteries of God. Do you know what that, what that is powerful? Do you know what that means? We are stewards of the mysteries of God. I just read it here. It says, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ as stewards of the mysteries of God. So God, when Adam was supposed to be a, a, a steward of creation and he failed, and because of that all of us failed, now, through the salvation power of Christ, we have become the the salvation point, the deliverance point for creation. And number two, he has made us stewards of his mysteries. So there are secrets in God and we are the ones taking care of the secrets in God. We are the ones protecting. We are the ones helping to keep the secrets of God. This is a blessing. He didn't give this work to angels. He gave it to human beings. This is how much God respects you and I to be able to be given the work of stewardship over the mysteries of God. One of the mysteries of God, according to the Bible, is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul said, if those who killed Jesus, if they knew about this mystery, that Christ in you is the hope of glory, they will not have touched the Lord of glory. They wouldn't have done that. But they did it because they didn't know this. A lot of people are doing whatever they are doing in this world because they don't know the mysteries of God. But we are the stewards of the mysteries of God. So if you are listening to me, <laughs> this is interesting, very interesting. If you are listening to me, and you are asking yourself, what are these mysteries? Hey, make me mysteries, you. But you are a Christian, you see, that means you have work to do. Because as part of the reason why you are a Christian is for you to be a, a steward of the mysteries of God. So if you are a Christian and you don't know the mysteries of God, like the Bible says, great is the mystery of godliness. You know, there are so many mysteries of God. There are so many secrets about God that the unbelievers don't know. And we have been given the privilege to be the stewards, the caretakers of the mysteries of God. One of the mysteries of God is that if Christ be in, in you, who can be against, if Christ be for you, who can be against you? It's a mystery that a lot of people in this world, the unbelievers, they do not understand why we say, if God be for us, who can be against us? They don't understand. They, they don't think it makes sense. They don't think it makes sense to say that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. They don't think it makes sense. Paul says that when I came to you, I wanted nothing except I preached nothing except Christ and him crucified. That is a mystery. Christ and him crucified is another powerful mystery. So there are mysteries of, the, of God in the Bible that are handed over to you and I. So we have work to do because as caretakers of the mysteries, we are supposed to also live it. 
We are supposed to live it in our daily lives. We are supposed to demonstrate the mysteries of God in our daily activities. That is why when I wrote that book that God gave me in the in the in an encounter, he added this one to it, The Secret Life. It's there. It's right there in the book. If you want a copy of the book, I, I can give it to you. I can give it to you. I have copies. It's beautiful, both software and hardware. I can I can give it to you. So mysteries, there are secrets of God and we are the ones taking care of the secrets. And I said, he didn't give it to angels to do it. He didn't give it to anybody to do it. He didn't give it to the 24 elders who are always before him bowing and saying, holy, holy, are you Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come? You deserve all the... He didn't give the mysteries to them. He gave it to you and I. Why? We are the people of his blood. He he shed his blood for you and I. He gave us the stewardship of his mysteries. So there are mysteries. And these mysteries are what make you and I powerful. These mysteries are what also make you and I humble at the same time. You see, the more you know God, the more you are anointed of God, the more humble you become. Do you realize that? The more humble you become. Nobody ever know God more and becomes proud. That means you left something out. But there are mysteries. I just read 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 1. Let a man so, so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. That is where we are. That's where we are. We are the people of the mysteries of God. It's a calling. So, as part of the reasons why we are Christians, to be caretakers, caretakers, caretakers of the mysteries of God. Are you not excited about that? Are you not excited about that? Are you not excited about that? Oh, glory to God. We are caretakers. We are caretakers of the mysteries of God. Should we start talking about the mysteries of God? Because it's beautiful. There's a lot to look at when we say the mysteries of God. So much of them. So much of them. So much, so much of them. And he put them in our charge. So we are here to give salvation to creation. To give deliverance to creation. And we are also here to be stewards, the, the caretakers of the mysteries of God. If you know who God is, we don't deserve to be given this opportunity or this privilege to be the caretakers of his mysteries. But it's beautiful. Let's take this song. I'll be back. Enjoy this song. God bless you.
some powerful hymn right there peace perfect peace in this dark world peace perfect peace in this dark world and that is what we all pray for peace in this dark world so why are we Christians we have salvation to give to this creation we have salvation to give to this world and we are also stewards beautiful stewards of the amazing mysteries of God can somebody shout hallelujah for this respect and honor that God has showed us there's no one like him and no one can be like him in wisdom in glory nobody can be like him Let's read 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10. The King James says that as every man 
hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another. As good stewards, glory to God, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God, he says, as every man has received a gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The passage translation says that every believer has received grace gifts to use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. So that's another um, reason why we are Christians. We know that we are Christians because we need to call salvation for creation in this world. We need to cause deliverance and free this creation from bondage. We also know that we are Christians because we are stewards of the mysteries of God. And now, according to Apostle Peter, we are stewards of the manifold grace of God. So we, we, we are caretakers of God's mysteries. We are caretakers also of God's manifold grace. That means the different dimensions of the grace of God. He has made you and I stewards, caretakers of the manifold wisdom, the manifold grace, the different faces, the different levels of the grace of God, the different presentations the different manifestations of the grace of god you see why we cannot we, we cannot waste our lives just you know thinking about those who have hurt us being angry every day and always trying to make people realize that they've hurt us and all that look we got we got work to do we got work to do there's so much to do and we cannot waste time as every man has received a gift even so we minister the same one another so whatever gift you have whatever gift i have he says we minister to ourselves we encourage each other with our gifts with our gift why because we are supposed to be good stewards of the manifold grace of god the many colored tapestry of god's grace this is beautiful. When was the last time you thought about this? The Good News Translation says that each one, as a good manager of God's different gifts, must use, must use for the good of others the special gift he has received from God. So another word for stewardship means what? Manager. And we are the manager, according to the Good News Translation, we are the managers of God's different gifts. We are the managers of God's different gifts. And that is what we call the manifold wisdom, the manifold grace of God, the manifold grace of God. We are the managers, the custodians, the stewards, the caretakers of God's manifold grace, many colored tapestry of God's grace. And the Good News Translation says that managers of God's different gifts. We are managers. So you are a manager of higher level, higher calling of the many colored grace of God. It's part of the reason why we are Christians. 
and these things are there for you and I to enjoy, for you and I to account. We're going to give account of all these things because there's a job, the job description God has given us. So if you say that, oh, I'm a Christian, I hope you know what you are trying to say because all these things I'm mentioning here are what make you and I Christians. So if you ask you, are you a Christian? You say, yes. What does it mean? It means I am the salvation to this world. Remember what Jesus said? We are the we are the light of this world. We are the salt of this world. He was trying to tell you and I that we are the salvation of this world. We are the people to help this world from its high dense bondage. So somebody asks you, why are you a Christian? Why are you wasting time as a Christian? Who is a Christian anyways? You start telling them, a Christian is the salvation point of this world. A Christian is a custodian of the mysteries of God. A Christian is a manager of God's different grace. You see how beautiful and powerful it is? You cannot be ignorant of who you are. And that is what he, he has made us. I'm going to go on the last one for today. And then we call it a day. There's one more, one more to tell you. I don't want to bombard everything on you, but at least I hope you're able to take this, these few ones so far, right? You are smart. I know you are smart. You are powerful. You are special. You are intelligent. So you can take a lot, a lot, a lot more points, right? That's who you are. Smart you. Give yourself a high five and say, smart me. I am smart. I am smart. Are you smart? Yeah, you are smart, so shall your generations be in the name of Jesus. You are smart. So, okay, let's have a quick, 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 quick exam, okay? I might not hear you, but I know you can answer it, okay? Number one, um, it's just a simple question. Who, wh why are you a Christian? Why are you a Christian? Give me three reasons why you are a Christian. Easy easy to go easy to go are you answering uh-huh oh i wish i could have test messages please test the answers to me <laughs> it will be interesting do you know my number i think most of you know my number by now some of you have saved my number on your phone and you have not even given me a, a small hi a small message hey I was born in Elmina, so I I am so I should be able to speak Fanti. Just that my own is fraud. Me Fanti in seventy. So why why are you a Christian? Why three reasons why you were a Christian? Can you test it to me? If you have my number, test it to me. If you don't, eight six zero seven zero nine zero seven nine three. Eight six zero seven zero nine zero seven nine three. Eight six zero seven zero nine. 0793 probably you know you're not going to text anyways but it's cool why are you a christian did you say the answers do you have the answers number one you are the salvation point for this world right you are the one to manifest yourself you and i are supposed to manifest ourselves to save creation from bondage so number one the salvation point for this world number two stewards or managers of the mysteries of God. Did you get that one correct? You, you had it right. I told you you were smart. Number three, managers or stewards 
of the manifold grace of God. That means the many different gifts of God. If you had them correct, clap for yourself. Clap for yourself. I'm proud of you. God is proud of you. Yeah. So one more. Just one more. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, we are rising in your name. We are rising in your name to take over the nations for you. We are rising in your name to restore the order of Christ into this world. Father, we are rising in your name to be the voices you want us to be. We are rising in your name to touch what you've sent us to touch. We are rising in your name to cause deliverance for this world. Oh, and by the time we are done, this world will never be the same again. We are rising in your name as custodians of your mysteries. We are rising in your name as custodians of your manifold grace. Many colored tapestry of your grace. Different gifts that come from you. And I pray for anybody who is ignorant, who doesn't know what your mysteries are. Grant them understanding. Grant them understanding. Thank you, Lord. Yara daba sovra hadaba sondoro kadia radiko savradik baladada sandeladia. He calls Zelando Shevrabala di Cosa Rada Cadiados and Deliadist. Oh, our generations will bless your name. Our generations will serve you, Lord. Our generation will bless you. Our generation will serve you. We bind every force that is driving our generation to the to the to the homes of hell. To the tortures of hell. We are rising to snatch souls from hell, Lord. We are rising. We are rising, Father. We are rising. We are rising to please you. We are rising. For, so that we can get to the mark of the high calling. And we know one day we shall stand like Paul said. We have run the race. We have fought the fight. And what awaits us is the crown of righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's go to the last one for today. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 
Oh boy. I'm excited. I'm excited. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Do you have it? I hope you have it. From verse 17 to verse 21. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have it. Do you have it? First, Second Corinthians chapter 5, 17 to 21. The next reason for you and I to know why we are Christians. The King James says that therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That is another thing to talk about. There's a beautiful, I could preach on that the whole year. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, if you miss the scripture, I said 2 Corinthians chapter 5, reading from verse 17 to verse 21. Uh, Good News Translation says that if, he says, anyone who is joined to Christ is a new being. The old is gone. The new has come. Isn't that not powerful? (laughs) the passion translation says that now if anyone is enfolded into christ he has become an entirely new person all that is related to the old the old order has vanished can you imagine that expression oh hallelujah so if we're a christian Another name for Christian is called new creatures. New creatures. We are new creatures. We are we are new species. Born of God. Hallelujah. Verse 18. And all things are of God. Who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Ha! 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 Glory to God! (laughs) Did you hear that? Did you see it in your Bible? Let me try to read a Passion Translation. It says, And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, the ministry of reconciling others to God. In other words, it was through the anointed one that God has, God was shepherding the world, not even keeping records of their transgressions and has entrusted to us the ministry of opening the door of reconciliation to God. We are ambassadors of the anointed one who carried this message of Christ to the world as though God were tenderly God as though God were tenderly pleading with them directly through our lips. So we tenderly plead with you on Christ's behalf. Turn back to God and be reconciled to God. For God made the only one who did no sin to become sin for us, so that we might become the righteousness of God through our union. 
I just I just love reading the Bible. I'm addicted to versions. I uh, this is the good news translation. All this is done by God and through Christ. All this is done by God, who through Christ changed us from enemies into his friends. Can you imagine we are God's friends? And give us the task of making others his friends also. Ah, he gave us the task of making others his friends also. Our message is that God was making all human beings his friends through Christ. God did not keep an account of their sins and has given us the message which tells how he makes them his friends. Here we are then speaking for Christ as though God himself were making his appeal through us. We plead on Christ's behalf. Let God change you from enemies into his friends. Christ was without sin, but for our sake, God made him share our sin in order that in union with him, we might share the righteousness of God. Glory to God. And that is the third, the fourth that I wanted to share with you today. The fourth reason why we are Christians is because Jesus came with the purpose of reconciliation to reconcile us back to God. Like the good news translation says that to make us his friends again. Because we became enemies of God. And because God is a good God, is a good father, he sent Jesus Christ to come so that he can make us his friends again. Exactly as is said in the good news translation, it is all that is done by God who, who through Christ changed us from enemies into his friends. So God, through Jesus Christ, changed the whole course of everything. Remember what Bible said in Isaiah 64 verse 6? Our, our, our righteousness was like filthy rags before him. So we were enemies to God because of disobedience and all that. And God, through Jesus Christ, made us, made us his friends. Do you remember what God, the first time God made anybody his friend was with Abraham. Bible says when Abraham believed in God, it was accredited unto him for righteousness. And Abraham became the friend of God. Not, not, not surprising that according to the Bible, we are all descendants of Abraham, the friend of God. And so God through Jesus Christ was making you and I move from the realm of enemies into becoming his friends. Why were we enemies? I told you already. We through Adam disobeyed God and because of that we moved on the other side of the street we became the friends of darkness and the enemies of light and God didn't want that for us Jesus came to pay the penalty of our sins and the and the, and the utmost penalty the toughest penalty was death on the cross that was the law that was the law to die on the cross and he did it and now look at what he did now that he died on the cross bible says that if you and i have received jesus we have become new creatures and because we have become new people all things are gone another reason for us becoming new is also that through jesus god turned us from being enemies into friends and now he says here right here all this is done by god who through christ changed us from enemies into his friends 
Now, this, this, this is a part of it that comes and gave us the task of making others his friends also. So, you are Christian because God has given you and I the task to make other people his friends. That is what the King James call, call it. The King James calls it the ministry of reconciliation and the word of reconciliation. So, you are Christian because God needs you and I. We are Christians because God needs you and I to make sinners his friends. That is beautiful. Because you and I were sinners. And that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that whilst we were yet sinners, whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Whilst we were yet sinners, whilst we were yet sinners, whilst we were yet not interested in in becoming good people, enjoying the bad of this world, can I tell you what what I what I I used to do before before God changed me? Can I tell you? Are you sure? Are you sure? Hey, do you want to know? It was we would do. Oh boy. So yes, um Asofoba. You know, everybody is expecting me to Asofo Madie, you know, muya crunk 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 me rade. That was a joke. That wasn't me. Also, although I was born in the mission house and I go to church and all that, my father was very nice Christian, very nice pastor, my my my, my mother too. But hey, my story was different. As I was growing, oh boy, I was a bad boy. I I have been bad. And up to now, my wife tells me, Even my wife tells me, you know, I I was bad. I was bad. And I don't feel proud sharing the story, but I'm sharing it because I am I am part of the people God has made his friends just like you. And I know some of you also have a very terrible story to tell. And the journey of salvation is beautiful. Yeah, I was a bad boy. I was into girls like nobody's business. I liked girls. I was into girls like crazy crazy into girls. And I was that type that you know, the girls were rather coming to me. They will come to me. I like you. Can I be your girlfriend? I said, like, seriously, what are you waiting for? Come in, join the train, be my girl. <laughs> yeah, me pay maybe so me. That's that's that that was my life. And I spent time liking girls like crazy. You know. The the, the but I'm I'm grateful because God kept me from something. All this time I was chasing the girls and all that, I never slept with them. And I don't know how that happened. Like, how did I not sleep with them? I'm surprised, still thinking about it. But I think it's because our, I think our parents were praying for us. Probably the, their prayers worked and protected us, you know. As a banana can be a baby daddy for about 17 twins. Because I liked twins. Banana can be a baby daddy for 17 twins. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, had like, I, I would have had like 17 twins. But thank God I, I didn't sleep with them. But I, I, I liked them. I was chasing them. I was 
chasing hours, having girlfriend. I, you could be my girlfriend for two weeks and I'll break up with you. Like, yeah, that was me because I've seen another girl who is more f- fair, light skin, and tall and and thick. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've had girlfriends for two weeks. I've had girlfriend for, girlfriends for a, for 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 a month. You know, I've had girlfriend girlfriends for a season, like Christmas season. No, you're talking to the guy that I'll be in my house and girls will be calling my name outside our wall like crazy. They'll be mentioning my name, screaming my name, and they didn't care. So when I I say, hey, now move me this I made the TV be chasing me. Me made the TV be chasing me. Oh yeah, they were screaming my name, they will scream my name. I'll go and they, they they would just give me chocolate. They had chocolate. That's why they were calling my name like that. Just to give me chocolate. Well, you know, they spoiled me, like really spoiled me, like yeah. And I did nothing for them too, but I don't know what I, why they were doing that. So yeah, I was I was into girls for 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 a lot of time, for for a long time, a long time. I was just into girls. Unless I don't see you on the street, my pals is here. My pals is here. My pals who I want to make as a woman, what happened? Because man, what the? Oh, man, what the? But God made me His friend. He made me His friend. He blessed my life. He blessed my life. Yeah. And Bible says that you and I, God through Jesus, has made us his friends. And he has given you and I the task. That, so we have a job to do. And the job is to make other people God's friends. So today we have four reasons why we are Christians. Four reasons why we are Christians. That is powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful. So what are the four reasons? One more time, let's talk about the four reasons. And then we almost call it a day. I need to pray for you. Four reasons why we are Christians. And we took our scriptures from Romans chapter nine, chapter 8, from verse 19 to 22. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, the verses 1 and 2. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. The message will be ready on the podcast. So why are we Christians? Four reasons why we are Christians. And then I end it today. And I'll meet you tomorrow for prayers. Sunday miracles. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We are Christians because number one. We are the salvation point for this world. God has brought us here as Christians to deliver creation from the bondage of wicked people just to think about it makes me want to raise my hands and give God praise for choosing us so we are the salt of the world we are the light of the world two meanings we are the light of the world because we give direction to this world we are supposed to give direction to this world not occult people we christians are 
We are the salt of this world because we are the ones to give this world a taste of happiness. Taste of the glory of God. Taste of the beauty of God. We are the ones to give this world a taste of what it means to have Christ in you. So we are Christians because number one, we are what? The salvation point of this world. To bring deliverance from the bondage of wicked men. Number two, we are Christians because God has made us managers, stewards, custodians, caretakers of the secrets of God, the secrets of God, the mysteries of God. And if God gives me the permission, I will talk more about the mysteries of God. So that those who don't understand will have understanding. One of the mysteries is the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. It's a mystery. Glory to God. So number one, we are Christians because we are the salvation point of this world. Number two, we are Christians because we are the caretakers of the secrets of God. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Number three, we are Christians because we are the custodians of the grace, the manifold grace of God. The different gifts. Gifts are grace, right? So we are the managers, we are the custodians, we are the caretakers of the gifts of God. The manifold wisdom, the manifold grace of God. Why do I keep saying wisdom? The manifold grace of God. So we are Christian because God has made us the man, the, the stewards or the caretakers of his manifold grace, the different gifts he gives to men and women. We are the managers of the gifts of God. Is it clear? And number four, we are Christians because he has given us the task or the ministry of reconciliation. He has given us the task to make sinners his friends. So you see, we cannot relax. We have work to do. We need to get God friends. We need to make sure that we are indeed stewarding the manifold grace of God that we don't abuse the grace of God. We don't trivialize the gifts of God. We are supposed to take care of them and account for them. We are supposed to take care of the secrets of God, the mysteries of God, where we are able to defend the gospel with. Yeah. So if you need my book, it is called The Six Lives of God. The six lives of God. If you need it, just let me know. And we'll work it out. I'll let you have it. The six lives of God talks about a lot of things, including the, the secret life, which is the stewardship of the secrets of God. You need you if you want to understand deeply what it means to be born again. Is part of the book. If you, 
if you want to understand this Christian life and who like this God God thing, you need to get that book, The Sex Lives of God, that I received through encounter a visitation from the Spirit of God. It's it's ready, I can give it to you. I'm not going to charge you for it. I'm not going to charge you for it. Just let me know if you need it, and then I'll I'll get you your copy so that you can enjoy it. Hallelujah. So today, we have received four reasons why we are Christians. And my prayer for you is that you'll be able to live them, man- manifest them, show them. You'll be able to prove to God and to this world that indeed, Jesus did not make a mistake coming to die for us. I pray for strength for you. I pray for grace for you. I pray that you shall be lifted out of the miry clay. You shall be lifted from the point of sadness, from the point of darkness. You shall be lifted from the point of sorrow to the place of power, the place of wisdom, the place of Christ in the name of Jesus. If anybody is under the sound of my voice and you need healing, receive that healing in the name of Jesus. Whatever healing you need, it is yours to take. It is yours for a take. In the name of Jesus. I pray for peace. I pray for love. I pray for self-control. I pray for joy. I pray for kindness over each and every one. I pray for gentleness. I pray for patience for each and every one. And I pray that the Spirit of God will rekindle your fire and your first love that you shall do more for God so the nations can call you blessed in the name of Jesus. If you haven't received Christ in your life, if you're listening to me and you don't know where you're going to be, if you should die, you're not sure of your your, of your placement in eternity, all you have to just say is, Jesus, Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. God bless you. Join me tomorrow. Let's pray. And please, I want to talk to you. I want to know who you are. I want to know where you are. I just want to know those who listen to me. I just love to know. It makes me happy. So if I have never spoken to you, if I have never spoken to you like on the phone or receive a text message from you please send me a message i want to know you the the beautiful family that i'll be having fellowship with on cm radio i want to know you so that when i'm praying i can mention your name i you see i don't like the general prayer oh i pray for all those who are listening who, who all those who listen to me god bless them it is too general for me i like details i'm i'm very detailed person i like details so i like to have your name and i, I want to mention your name in my prayer those that i know their names of course but i want to also know you i want to know you and then you know oh this is a beautiful message i pray that god will add me to his friends god bless you pastor indeed you are a man of god i receive my healing now 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Good morning, good morning. Of course, definitely. You are all right. You get yeah, okay. You are a friend of God because you have received Jesus Christ in your life. So he has moved you and I from being enemies into his friends. And now he has given you and I the task, the work to also make other people, other sinners, his friends. And that is a beautiful thing. So let me hear from you. I want to know you. I want to mention your name in my prayer. Oh, glory to God. That's beautiful. Catch you tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And it's going to be beautiful. There are so many announcements to give. We are putting everything in in the right um, in the right planning, and very soon you'll be hearing some beautiful announcement. But Righteous Nation, all of the Sundays in December, all the Sundays in December, we are having prayer crusade. Like we are praying all the Sundays, all the Sundays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. All the Sundays is a prayer crusade Sundays. Remember, we are hitting the last end of the year and we need to get ourselves in the right positioning. So every Sunday from December is prayer crusade 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And I'll give you the address tomorrow. And most of you know the address already. And there's another another program coming up and it's going to be beautiful. So yes, 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 yes. Stay blessed. And as always, you know I love you. Please, stay safe. Stay safe, be at peace, and forget about fighting anybody and keeping people's issue and you are sad and people are bad and people are hurting you. Let's forget it and let's live our life for Christ. Let's live those people for God and pray for them that they too will see God and have peace and stop disturbing other people also. Vengeance is of the Lord, and let, let, let us allow God to do what he wants to do. May his will be done in our lives, now and forevermore. Catch you tomorrow, and God bless you, and I love you. And if you don't hear my voice again, PJ, I am out of here. Enjoy this song. I like it. I hope you like it too. God bless you. Now give the Lord a shout. Yes. A shout. Hallelujah. Yes. And as we are giving the Lord a shout, my number is 860 Zero seven nine three eight six zero seven zero nine zero seven nine three. Let me know who you are. Let me have your name and let me mention your name in prayer. God bless you. Take this one. Amen. Glory. I tried it. Aya. 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 Oh, I can't believe it. Can we say? I tried it. I tried it. That's right. Come on. Ah. Never, never be afraid. Don't you be afraid. Share, share. What you gonna do?
said, everybody said. Forever wipe your tears away. And leave your heart is broken. Come on. What you gonna do? Just lift your hands and say, Say, I know. Everybody say, I